This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Of Mice and Men and Monsters. We should keep an eye on Awin because he's got this problem with this ring. What the heck, Penny? There's only a couple of inventors, a couple of creators out there I know who would have enough craft to do this. Who's the closest? Say someone from the Swiss family, Fritz. And you see the form of Dr. Frankenstein. Where am I? Bertram! Oh my god, Penny, it worked! I saw my maker. Oh, God. A week has passed since the chaos and escaping by the skin of your teeth for the three of you, and you are now on the island, on the hideout island of the Green Hoods. And Bertram, you stir and your eyes flutter open, and you see that you are perched precariously in a very large, ornate tub. And leaning over the side of the tub, you see the slightly concerned uh, face of Agatha, your, your welding Aarakocca friend. And at seeing you, though, come to life uh, again, her features instantly relax and a delighted look comes across her face. You're, you're up. Good. Oh, it looks like it all went well. Bertram, how are you? Wait, so you said I'm in the bathtub? You are in a large bathtub. Is there water in said tub? No. Okay. I kind of want to pretend like there was. <laughs> I was having a bath so and she was just... we talked about how waterproof you are? No, I mean I did dive into the ocean. I did dive into the ocean in in Moby Dick. That's true, and and, and at the beginning of Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. And you, you saved uh, Eloy from the water. I can swim. I can swim, but I don't think I would take baths. Um. So I'm just in a tub. You're uh, in a large tub. It, it can can you give me some context for me, Adam? Is like, am I am I sleeping here? Why am I in a tub? 
kind of craning your neck around, you you see just ephemera of what looks like different instrumentation. Uh, you also see powders and uh, small drills. You see different tools that you recognize for for carpentry, for jewels, for um, even for soldering. Uh, you see a bunch of books in a corner that are haphazardly thrown open. You even see a disassembled boat in one corner. But the room you're in, you've never visited before, and it's very large. Uh, and it looks like it, it is a large operating room. Oh. Agatha, I I feel as good, I guess, as one could hope for after everything I've gone through, the ordeal I've gone through. Where's where where's Fritz? Have you seen Fritz? Oh yeah, yes. He he just stepped out. He'll be back. He just put on the finishing touches for you, and he'll be coming in. He was just waiting to see when you would wake up, and now that you are, and she kind of uh, bustles over to one of the corners, and you see her pull on a bell rope um, and coming back over really quickly. He should be back soon now that we know that you're okay. I, that, I must say, that was an amazing uh, series of days where we were just, I, I, Bertram, I got to see a little bit of you when I was getting your legs back to their, their original form, you know, their original height, but I got to see some wonders there. Fritz is... He's pretty good. More importantly, what are people saying on the island? About... Uh, what do they know? About... About my... Uh, excuse me, our heroism. Oh! These are pages that are going to be cemented in my book that I'm working on. Oh, yeah, no. Definitely. You guys are heralded as heroes. They're waiting for mm. you to, to be at, at full health really to have the next meeting but it, it well don't yeah, tell we, them the, the the others uh the, the other green hoods don't don't let them know how how weak i am it would it would shatter them to see their hero fall well down. i mean it kind of was when when the <laughs> when the group of you kind of just screamed into existence in the the sending stones and you were you were not looking good and you were barely hanging in there and i don't know awen a- looked like he was about to shit himself uh it it, it he, they both looked exhausted and you were not even conscious at that point i agatha i'm sorry jig is things. up you did not look good excuse me okay uh, well I, I won't be asking for your quote for my book then will i agatha if you keep talking like that okay well hey before he comes back too you know that little matter we talked about about the, the thing you're making for me yeah okay how is, is that, that coming still along? something well, I know it's been only two days or maybe a week, but it feels like an entire year. Well, okay, it's been it's been about a week and a half. <laughs> I've had about ten days uh, so far. I I have a promising framework. Uh, I I'm happy to show you, but I'm gonna really need the help of someone like Fritz or or something. I I can't do this all by myself, especially seeing what you look like on the inside and that that masterwork. It Fritz seems. To recognize a lot of it, he he really wasn't telling me much about. I don't know. I, I I can't do this by myself, Bertram. I'm gonna have to pull other people in. Wait, th- this thing you're making for me—you need more help. 
if it's going to be anything like you, yeah, I can make the framework. I can make the body, but I can't make it go. Agatha, Agatha, Agatha. Why must you disappoint me? You couldn't give me good news. I nearly died. And now <sighs> okay. you're here saying, no, 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 no. I need more. I need more. I All right. Gave I, I can already life, tell that Agatha. you sound like your normal self. And, and then just at that point, the, the door behind her starts open. She's like, oh, great. <laughs> just here in time. I'm going to. Agatha, go we will talk on, later. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go check on that, that thing we talked about. And you can see Mom's just she is, is wanting Mom's to get the, the hell word. out of there. <laughs> All right. And she brushes past somebody um, who she nods uh, deferentially to and then leaves. And you see turning towards you this, this like voluptuous fat tabby cat of a tabaxi um who walks in and he, he's like steepling his fingers and looking at you so how are you feeling is this post-surgery or pre or pre-op is this pre-op or post-op this is post-op oh, okay i thought you said he was working on a gem in the other room Mm-mm. oh okay um I feel fine to still trying to get used to this new gem you put on me. Did you have to put it right on my chest? Oh, you know, the, it, after the little bit of fiddling we had to do inside, that it was the, the best place to put it. It, it, it was the prettiest. I, I always told you like pretty things. Well, you, you heard right on that. And it matched with the filigree. Uh, I recognized that handiwork immediately. Quite surprising, I must say. I, I haven't had Wait, a chance. Wait, you, you to... know, you know who who made me. You can you can gather that from how I'm built. Is that what you're well, saying? From the inside, of course. I know some of those those makers' handiwork. I I know that 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 work and, and those inscriptions, of course. Okay, who is who who made me then? Doctor Frankenstein. <sighs> Do people do people know this? I I, I mean I, I I might have told um oh yeah, yes uh, uh, Robin and Marion know you told <laughs> Robin and Marion they're going to think I'm working for the Spotted Hand. Why would they think that? Because the person who made me made other things that killed people. But he also made wonderful things, things of great power and and ingenuity. You know he he oh. was a great. This story Person, is very, spinning out of control. A very good adventure before, and I'm not the one paying it. <sighs> well, you're sad to say that you're right. I didn't remember it myself, but I was when I was unstuck in my own memories when I was on the fritz. Uh, you know, pun intended. Uh, thank you, thank you. I, I yes. love it when people weave my own name into their discourses. I. Uh, it's a memory I would have rather forgotten. I, I don't know. I don't know how to wrestle with all of this. And now this new gem you put on me. What does this even do again? What is, what is, what is this what, doing to keep me so, alive? It, yes, I, I'm not quite at Dr. Frankenstein's level. Almost there. Uh, you know, if he's number one, I am number two in, in the world. Hmm. But, you know, it, it, yeah, we, we have this, this on you and it is... It is a, a, a dragon gemstone. Uh, for you, as soon as I put it on, hey, uh, this is me, uh, your DM, asking you, what color do you want it to be? What color is this gemstone? 
interesting because everything on Bertram so far has been either gold or black. Mm-hmm. So I like the idea of something maybe kind of sticking out like a sore thumb, maybe almost like a post-surgery, something maybe he might feel uh, self-conscious about. I don't know. Maybe something maybe red or green. Maybe some kind of shock of red or a shock of green. Like, a, I don't know. I'll say, you know, I'm going to roll for it because I don't know. <laughs> okay. Above a 10, it's red. That was a nine, so it's green. Okay. So this, this green gemstone, it, it is, it is a, it's a dragon stone. And it was one of the few things that I could use to bind the magic in you and return it to its original flow. Now, it's a good thing that you relived those, those memories. You, you, you called yourself unstuck in time. That you were reliving memories. They, they, they were happening to you. you were, even though you were going through the motions. Right. It wasn't as if you were actually there. It felt like it, probably. It but if you like had tried to there. fight it and, and become unstuck, that would have had been catastrophic. So it's a good thing you relived as perhaps maybe it was traumatic, maybe lovely. Uh, judging by what I have heard of, of your former employers, probably a little bit of both. But it, mm. it, this, is, this is something that was important. So it allowed it to flow through. Now, there is an interesting side effect, though, to this. Uh, as the Dragonstone, it gives, well, it gives you an extra bit of oomph, shall we say. A bit of a, a telekinesis in times of need. And as he's saying that, I start kind of climbing out of the tub. Careful, uh, careful. Gingerly. We, we needed you in this big old tub because there was a lot of spillage and I did not want to have it any go to waste. Both just blood and oil everywhere. We, we got it all back in. We got it all back as, in. As he says telekinesis, I'm like, what, telekinesis, telekinesis, what? And I slip out of the tub and I smack uh, onto the floor. Okay. As soon as you, you, you kind of smack, I would say, like face first. Yeah. Um, and then as you do, just this reverberation of force like goes out from you and it pushes tabaxi, tub, tables, like all alike, like further away from you, um, several feet. He's like, whoa, and he's bracing himself against this. You know, to move, move someone of, of my girth, that, that takes a lot. But I told you, telekinesis. Is this what the, did I do that? This, yes. g- this gem, I'm pointing at it. This gem did that. What, it's what, limited, okay? Now it's going to reload. It needs time. But it, it's going to give you the ability in times of need to push away from you or to pull towards you. Like a... Almost like a magnet, but you know, magnets are specifically for, for, for metal, and you would see just all the problems it would have been that. This is just physical objects, people, animals. As he's, as he's talking and I'm listening, I take, uh, after getting out of the tub and maybe oil's dripping off of me, I grab a nearby towel and nodding my head, and I, and I cinch it around like my, my top, like a, <laughs> like, a lady getting out, like a lady getting out of the tub, where it's right below my chin, tying up, and I like it. <laughs> very revealing. Mm-hmm. Okay, go on. There's one more side effect that, that you should know, and it is, you know, it's, it's a byproduct of what I had to use to, to make sure that you were not only stable, but back to it. Uh, and the good thing that, well, Dr. F, if you don't want to use his full name, uh, mm. his patterns are, are well studied by now. I mean, he's famous. 
So because of that, I had to use a few natural things to interact with what grows from your collar. And now you can grow at will a few new things. Oh. You can grow, I had to use dancing nettle, withering bone caps, and glowing mushrooms. And so what this means for you behind the scenes um, yeah. is that you can choose to grow at will. Now, you usually can grow anything at will. But if you choose to grow one of these three things, you get some cool aspects. So if you choose oh. to grow dancing nettle, you can gain an additional action during your next round in combat. Whoa. Um, if you grow withering bone caps, those are mushrooms that usually uh, grow on on uh, graves, um, you can get an advantage on an intimidation check. And uh, if you glow the growing mushrooms, you get dark vision. You can only grow one of these at a time and okay. once per long rest. Per day. Okay. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Great. I'll mark that down. That's really cool. Mm -hmm. um, well... If you if you if you really are number two, like you said you are under Doctor F Frankenstein, whatever, you should look at. Awen has a journal that he left. I don't know if there's something there that might give you some insight or information about the work he was doing or anything larger. Maybe some tech speak that you would understand that I wouldn't understand. His eyes grow big and just like his big, just puffy cheeks and he puts his hands up and he's like oh you think he let me take a look at that oh well that would be the best thing ever it's a researcher's can... dream and then i kind of start kind of kind of limping away from the conversation saying well you can certainly try though awen has had a hard time of potting with things these days We now jump over to Penny, and you are on uh, one of the outskirts, the shores of the island, walking along with Robin. And she, uh, she had, you know, she had asked you to to go for a walk that day, um, and she kind of bumps your shoulder. Hey, uh, so kid, how you been feeling? I haven't really had a chance to check in you lately. Good. Good. I think, I think good. I think good. I don't know. We never have a stop to think. We never have a chance to, there's not a lot of breaks, but I think we're, I think it's okay. I think I'm doing good. I feel better than when we last talked. So that's something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's something kid. I just, I just want to know that you're, you're, taking care of yourself it, you've been through a lot in a short amount of time and you've learned a lot too and i think i don't know I, I wanted you to come out here because i don't know fritz told me that there was something on the forecast that might be super helpful for us and she she gestures towards a little rowboat to the side you want to hop in Ooh. Every time I've gone in a boat, it's gone terribly, so sure. <laughs> uh, and uh, Penny hopped in. Okay. And she, she follows you, and she starts, you know, taking the oars and, and rowing out a bit. You know, one of the last times we spoke, you and I, you, you really had a problem with the idea of where we were going as a group and, and even just trusting me as a leader. And I, I want to know that, where are you at with that right now? 
you're becoming a leader yourself. And I'm sure that's burgeoning up all these new ideas too of, of what it means to, to have people who trust in you and, and what does it mean to, to call yourself anything akin to a family. I mean, it's complicated, right? The people you think you can trust the most make bad decisions and then don't let you question them. And then the people who frustrate you the most often are the ones you end up being able to rely on. So I got to say, I can't give you a real firm answer. All I can say is I'm in this and I committed and I'm hopeful for a good outcome and going to do my damnedest to make sure everyone gets out of this unscathed or as unscathed as possible. But Man, I wish there was an easier answer than that. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like this last chapter for us as a group, weirdly, was probably the darkest, but doesn't mean it's done, right? Doesn't mean we haven't figured, oh, there isn't more to figure out. No, no, there, there's a lot to figure out about, about us, about really this, this spotted hand shit, this whole like map or whatever. We're finding these pages of this book of lore. I've got more questions than answers these days, and I just, I hate the fact that I can't really leave this island without endangering the rest of the operation. <sighs> Anyways, it's just sometimes it feels like you're stuck. Yes. And then uh, she looks down again at her, just at this mechanism on her, on her wrist, and she's like, all right, right on time. And just as she does that, you notice like the clouds that had been getting darker and darker um, above you, there's this boom and a just a flash of a piece of lightning a crackling starts around you and a storm comes out of nowhere she's like all right great and she starts to shout over the sound of the building waves and the howling wind it's times like this that it's i think that we're gonna have to work on you staying focused okay you working on what you perceive around you being aware of how your compatriots are doing, how really who's around you, how people are feeling, who you can trust, but also staying calm in the midst of that. So we're going to work on you not falling overboard right now. Cool. Cool. This is really, you're going down on the who I can trust list at the moment. I'm real glad you heard of storm was coming and you said boat time. Great. As she says, and Penny's just like gripping the sides, kind of looking nervously at what's happening around her. You're looking at the wrong space, Penny. You're looking everywhere around you. You're looking at the mayhem. You're looking at the chaos. Just look at somebody. Look at yourself. Look at me. Look in my eyes first. Okay, and she's trying to, like, get you to focus on her as opposed to this storm that's picking up around you. Um. Penny avoids it for a good minute. Uh, it is just frantically looking around at the waves and the wind. and clearly uh, uncomfortable but uh slowly pulls herself to make eye contact with robin okay right now you've got to do this you've got to make eye contact because in these moments right now look this is this is a teaching exercise okay and maybe it's too on the point i get it but it's not about me in this moment it's about you forming a connection with someone you've got to relax and open up penny because right now if you don't and you're focused on the storm guess where you're going to go you're going to go to the storm 
Penny closes her eyes and takes a few deep breaths, tries to center herself. Um, she still has that like uh, headband that she used as a bracelet incorrectly around her wrist for Marion. She kind of grips that. Um, one hand is still gripping the side of the boat, but the other is gripping that. And she just takes in a few deep breaths and it opens up, opens her eyes and then focuses again on Robin. Doesn't say anything, just does this. As you do that, you notice Robin is is doing taking these deep breaths almost like in an exaggerated motion and breathing in through her nose and out through her mouth and the more you watch her you start to subconsciously co-regulate with her you start to subconsciously breathe along with her and a sense of calm centers onto you and you feel your feet find their place on the boards below you and you can actually feel your feet on the boards, not just the fact that you're standing, but the feel, the fact that your feet are connected and your balance increases. And as this centering occurs and you lock eyes with her, you start to breathe slowly. You start to anchor yourself and you start to feel a sense of calm. And just as that enters in, a wave starts to crest over you. And without breaking eye contact, she says to you, this is the time. Hold on. Hold on to me. What do you do? <laughs> um, it's, I, an audio me- it's an audio medium, Kimmy. I, no, I know. I didn't know that was my turn. I thought a wave was about to hit me. I didn't know I was supposed to do anything. <laughs> what can you do when a wave's coming at you? You just, you have two options. You dive into the wave to go under it, or you let it hit you, and you just roll with it until it, calm, it calms over. But I'm in a boat. I genuinely don't know what to do in a wave, so I think she just sits there and doesn't break eye contact. Okay. She, she extends her arms to you. Ugh. All right. Penny takes them. <laughs> and she sees your reluctance at first and this just wry smile starts to cross her face but she reaches out and grasps your forearms and then expertly tucks and rolls you into the wave with her in this side barrel roll and you come out um, and just as the wave crests over just like that sea is calm winds are gone and you are floating on top of the water Okay, so we're no longer in the boat. That's also why I was confused. I'm like, am I getting out of this boat? <laughs> mm-hmm. I got out of the boat. Anyways, that was a fun teaching exercise, but hey, you're, you're getting better and better at centering. That's going to be important, okay? Let's now let's get back dry and something to eat. But Penny, you've got two people below you who want to trust you. Focus on them and not the storm around you. It's a little hard when they're the storm. Um, Penny's floating. <sighs> Penny is, does not like the idea of just being fully dressed in the water, but she also doesn't feel like this whole issue has worked out. Um, yeah, so Penny just floats there, frustrated, treading water. She's like, they are the storm. They're making the issue. I don't know what to do. For so long, it was everything within our group felt safe as long as we were working together. But now they're not. We're not working together. Bertram's having God knows what issues and breaking down. Awen's making horrible choices and then blaming us for not trusting him. I don't. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know exactly what you're referring to, but I am here to listen. What you can do right now is to help them remember that there's good. There's good in you, but there's good in them. And there's a bigger thing beyond whatever 
dumb decisions and weaknesses of the body and mind are happening. And sometimes when you have hope or you have something to believe in that's outside of yourself, maybe that's the anchor you guys need. Assume the best in them, Penny, because you've been doing nothing but the opposite for too long. To survive, but give it a try. Penny glares over at Robin and kind of harumps, but realizes that she probably doesn't have any other option at the moment. So um, just sort of curtly nods and says, Fezziwig's going to be pissed to get this wet. So I think I should head into shore. Oh, shit. He was in your pocket this time? Yeah. I'm sorry. I should have told you. (laughs) My bad. (laughs) He goes everywhere with me. Let's get you guys dry. I'm sure Bertram's ready to go back home by now. You can go check in on him. We jump over to yet another side of the island, and this time we are in a, a cave, um, a, a, a cave which is really a house hewn into a salt rock cavern, and we are with you, Awen, and across from you sitting at this table is Friar Tuck. My man. So, uh, thank you for coming. I'm, I'm finally happy to show you my abode. I've, I've been working on it around here. It's a uh, well, I, I call it my rock house. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not that imaginative of a dude. So, anyways. Yeah. Uh, Hot damn, it is, it is literally my, my house you took made two out of words rock. and you put them together. You have the mind of a child. I love it. <laughs> well, damn, Tuck, you teach me something. This might be the school of rock. Oh, actually, I do have something to teach you. And uh, he, he, uh, goes over to one of the side of the rooms. He's like, you see, there's something very natural about stones. Uh, They are everywhere around us. They're part of nature. And sometimes when we go into civilization, we see some beautiful instances of the marriage of that which is natural and that which is man-made. And sometimes we can help it along. And you see him use his hands and and almost like as if his hands were an external tool, he moves it around in a circular fashion and then pulls one hand back as if he's scooping out something from the midair. And you notice that the rock in the corner starts to melt away and shape itself into what you now see as a small alcove. What I'm doing here is transmuting the rock. And that's kind of how I built this little home. And it's, it's nice. I can constantly do things with it. You, I, I figured maybe uh, you can give it a try. You built this whole house? Out of a rock. I mean, of, it, is, it is a rock house. Well, I mean, what it was did a you, plain rock. What did you do? Did you just push it in? Like you just push it? Or did you pull it out and throw it away? Did you... Okay, well, you know, we drew is, we, our, our magic is, is more intuitive, right? We, of course. We use... We use our connection with you got nature vibe. around us, becoming the forces of nature. And so, especially for our circle of civilization, it's, it's our job to, to find feelings of nature around us, especially within cities and towns. Mm. And you have the cobblestones below your feet. You have stone structures. And so once you start to feel that, you start to feel, and, and, and in fact, go ahead and close your eyes there and see if you can do all this. Right, all right. I, I, I got them closed. All right. 
Do you feel the stone bench below your butt? Yeah, I feel it. I feel it pushing up on my butt. Okay, good. Yeah, not too much. Very, very comfy. All right. I, you know, but just like a like Then feel how it connects from your butt to the floor and that salt rock right there. He kind of closes his eyes a little bit harder. I mean, I think I can. I mean, Arch Drew Waldo always used to tell us to reach down with our feet down like roots into the ground and feel the mycelial networks and begin to understand the communication patterns. And I think that's right. I can, that's, I can, that's right. It's almost that's like right. I can feel it's it's it feels older. It's like I could feel the layers of rock layers forming underneath. I can feel it. I can feel it. God damn. Well, yeah, especially when you're with rock. I mean, mountains have roots. It's not just trees. That's but deep. You gotta see it. They, they go. <laughs> they do. They go deep, but they go very deep. And where we are too, if you feel deep enough, you start to see where it meets the water, and then you start to feel the, the little sharkies that are down there, the eels, thick as your wrist. Mm. Right. You you start to feel those entities, and then coming back up, it stretches into your own limbs, and so it's almost as if you can move it like clay. You become one. So try it over there. Right. Yeah, what, what's, yeah, what's something yeah. you want? Okay. Look look at this space now. What what. Let, let's do a little bit of um, L5 for, for, the, for the druid guy. All right, what, 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 what's something that you would want to add to my space to make it even better? Well, you know, I mean, I always wanted, I probably shouldn't, but, and he walks over. Don't do it. He walks over and he pulls his arm, he like touches the ground and he like feels it kind of pull up, pull up. Oh, yeah, look. And he sits down on it, and he just lays back. I never had a bed when we were in the circle. We weren't allowed to have beds. We had always had to lay on the ground, and, you know, we were communing. But, but now I can have a bed and commune. This is like the best of both worlds, Tuck. And you see, like, a, a, just a flicker of sadness behind his eyes. There were a lot of things that we were, we can be denied in our circles, isn't there? Sometimes that denial gets in the way of true connection. So I, I, it's, it's wonderful to see just this excitement in your eyes right now. Well, it feels good to be connected to the stone. I never, I never really thought, but I guess stone's kind of alive too, in a way. It's just slower, older, different timescales than we are. And once you tap into that and you start going into cities, like... You've been to Old Smoke there? I've been smoking You're going to start to feel just how old that city is and how much nature is in there. Wait, do you mean like, like Benamucky? Wasn't that Old Smoke before? Something like that? Do you know? Do you know about? I've, I've read, I've read what you guys brought back and I've started doing some, some, some of my own inquiries. Okay. Yeah. Well. It, It looks like. There are a lot of connections between druidic focuses and the Banamucky. They were, they, were, they were like these interesting people. They, they combined what we now know as artificing with druidic forces. It's fascinating. What? Really? Like yeah. tinkering and mechanical doohicks, doohickeys? Yes, they were, they were tinkering, but... They weren't really working with things that were. They didn't understand. Of synthetic materials. Yeah. They, they were using only natural materials. Wow. 
You know about? I don't know. You can you can look at what I I didn't know until you guys found that part of the map. It's almost like I forgot. Most of us have forgotten about that civilization. We better. But yeah, we can we can look at that more later on. So, look. I want you to remember that it's it's been a while since since we've we've gotten to to do one of these sessions. You've you've been in a long been time gone for like ten days. You've been you're I don't know you're in and out in and out. I know. It, I just I couldn't help but notice this past week working with you and going over some new abilities. Each something seems something seems different about you, son. And I can't. I can't quite put my finger on it. Well, something feels, I guess the way I put it is like when, when I have been next to you and, you know, we're, we're going over how to, how to, how to scry, how to uh, maybe reincarnate, but I, something about you doesn't feel natural. Awen looks down at his and, ring and he says, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what that could be. It's weird. Maybe it's just all this crazy trauma you're going through but look green hoods here i just want you to know we're this is about trust here robin and marion right they want to make sure we're well off right they they they're doing their best to to make sure we're doing okay it seems like we are adding to our group of of exile rebels every day <laughs> is is just multiferous of us but you've you've gotten to see now the spot of hands firsthand You've seen how planned out they are, how efficient they can be, how really they have a leg up on us on resources and even research. It's like we're playing catch up. That's why. Son, it's, it, it, I just want you to know, though, it's the people here you need to put your trust in, not the items. He looks down at his ring. He thinks. Took. I think we're going to need all the power that we can get. I don't know if you know about these, everything that they've got coming at us, but I think we're going to need everything that we can get. But uh, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. We have to trust each other. It's paramount. If we don't trust each other, then we're going to fall apart. I hear you. Sometimes you got to lean in and do something that feels a little scary and you kind of just got to trust that it's going to work out. Right? Yeah, I know. Sometimes you just you got to go with your gut. But also don't forget don't forget that it's not just about you, that there are forces of nature that you can tap into anytime you need. That's a good reminder, Tuck. I appreciate you. All right. Well, you get on, get on. I'm sure uh, Bertram and, and Penny want to want to talk at you. All right. And it's about that time that Bertram's supposed to be out of operation. So this old man here, though, I got my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I don't want to want to bite into it. I didn't make you any. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll get going. And he puts his right. he puts his foot his 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 uh, naked foot on the ground, barefoot on the ground, um, and closes his eyes for a second and just breathes in. <laughs> and lets out a little chuckle and he like looks back at the wall and then he turns away and he walks out with a chuckle 
This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Friends, half-orcs, countrymen, lend me your pointy ears. Hey guys, it's me, Kate, your master teacher, and I am here at the break of a brand new little mini arc we have. We're back on the island, you guys, for Swiss Family Robinson. And of course, are you seeing the pattern here? Are you seeing it? I uh, I have a thing. We, we're on an island and we have the name of a book with the word Robin in it somewhere. So I know I have a problem. But if you want to help me perpetuate that problem, why don't you reach out to us on Twitter? Our handle is at Show, or you can email us. Our email is omamamshow at gmail.com. And either way, you can give me some uh, some more ideas for some future island interludes that carry on with this weird pattern I'm setting. Anyways, another way we would love to hear from you um, is through ratings and reviews. And I'd love to invite you to do that, to just take a few seconds to go wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. And for ratings, click however many stars or whatever it is that they have on that platform that you would like to give us. And if you want to spend maybe 30 seconds more to write out a few more sentences telling others why you enjoy listening to our show. First, it would mean the world personally to us because we read these and it it really fuels us in, in our future creations, but it also helps the algorithm get our show out to more people so that they, so that they can join you on this journey. And as a little boon, um, I would love to read your words back to you. So I have two that I'm going to be sharing out today. The first one comes from username ANRJX or Anarjix. And they say, I love the voice acting on this show. They give off a really nice impression of the characters. Thank you. And our second one comes from username CBHarls252. And this user said, Join Pip and his three bumbling compatriots on an epic journey of D&D and literature. Through dungeons filled with both physical and thirst traps, our heroes overcome some of the challenges presented by their amazing master teacher, Caitlin. Blending both an intriguing narrative and wacky improv, the Omamam group has created a unique and absolutely hilarious show that anyone will enjoy. So stop reading this and start listening. Thank you so much, both of you, CB Harles 252 and ANRJX, for leaving those kind words. It means the world to us. So, with that, that's enough of me. Let's get back to the show, shall we? All right, so we have not leveled up once, but twice, because I just put you guys through hell uh, a lot, uh, and it has been nonstop for your characters, so uh, we're jumping from level seven to level nine, so I know we just role-played through some cool aspects of your level up, um, but I, I figured we could also pull the 
the the curtain back a bit to to give our sweet, dear, wonderful, adorable listeners uh, and just a glimpse as to what that's actually looking like mechanics wise, uh, character sheet wise uh, for each of your characters. So uh, let's just go in the order in which we we role played as well. So for Bertram, uh, what does it look like now uh, gaining both levels eight and nine? What's crazy is I'm kind of gaining seven too because because Kimmy and Aaron leveled up during Time Machine, but I didn't. I kind of went backwards in time to where I had like nothing. So I've leveled up like three times since Ew. I've last been able to do stuff to meet them at level nine. Uh, yeah, I, what I, the biggest thing for me, obviously there was we, what we played through was something called Gift of the Gem Dragon, mm-hmm. I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. I was just looking to do uh, to gain a feat. I wanted to up my charisma to help kind of boost those numbers, those modifiers for the sticks. I'm leading charisma for all my stuff as a sorcerer to make my spells more powerful and this and that. And so I didn't want to just just do charisma. I found a feat that had charisma and some other effects to it. And so gift of the gym dragon, like we played out, it, it seems like one uh, the amount of the amount of my charisma modifiers, which is four now. I believe, uh, yes, uh, four times per long rest. Whenever I'm like hit with something as a reaction, I can like push people away, like te- telekinetically or whatever, push them away. Mm-hmm. So that seemed pretty sweet. That seemed really cool. Uh, a lot of other big stuff I'm doing, uh, it's been a big change for me because while looking up stuff, I saw that D&D uh, is releasing a lot of playtest material for sorcerers. Uh, mm-hmm. To go along with D and D one or whatever they're kind of trying to play with and trying maybe for whatever next iteration of D and D, so there's a, a lot of crazy stuff with sorcerers. Basically, I have a crap ton of spells now at my uh, kind of in my arsenal, but I'm still kept in check by my sorcery points and what I can do. So it's not like I can go nuts and ham and and just do all the spells and blast everybody. But I do have a lot more at my disposal. Uh, a lot of sorcerer specific spells there's something called like there's a sorceress burst there's sorceress vitality in the fifth level spell sorcery incarnate so there's a lot of like sorcery sorcery or sorceress plus noun or yeah a couple healing stuff which is nice but and i got one extra meta magic thing so i've just basically gained a ton of spells um, again, I look I forward to seeing you cast the them. Yeah, getting, yes. getting weird. Yes, that'd be fun. Them. I'm still, Let's it'll still weird. be in a wild magic kind of way, but have a lot of spells and have that new feat of the of the gift of the gem dragon. Awesome. Uh, Get how, weird, Bertram. Get I weird. Love getting full weird. of vitality. That's yes. the that's that's the that's the theme of this show: weird and full of vitality. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, jumping over to Penny's level up, mm-hmm. you had an interesting one because you're multi-classing. So how did you choose to play this out? Uh, I went up on both uh, classes. So I went up as a ranger and as a rogue. Um, the rogue, it was pretty simple. I just got to add more to skills, to uh, basically. So now I just will have even better roles for a few skills, which is very exciting. Yeah, you have expertise in which you have it in perception and... Acrobatics. Acrobatics. Which, honestly, I should have done forever ago anyway. I, like, have not been leading into my, like, cat burglar side as much, so I wanted to build that up (laughs) a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. And then perception, 
I think I was just trying to play off a different direction than what Bertram and A1 had. Um, though I think A1's pretty strong on perception as well. And then for the Ranger, level three basically means I think, what do they call it? A conclave is the term, where basically mm-hmm. I sort of choose like a path and a focus. Mm-hmm. And the Buffy fan in me was really drawn to Monster Slayer. <laughs> so yeah. basically, um, uh, Penny, I really think Penny which we'll see play out is going to have a deeper conviction after this experience dealing with the constructs and seeing what they're up ahead. She's going to become very focused in like learning how to take these things down. Um, and so that basically gave me a uh, hunter sense, which means basically I can like, if I can discern, like if I see something, I can like magically discern its weaknesses and kind of understand it better mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. as slayers prey, which means I can like hyper focus on one creature at a time and then have an extra uh, take an extra 1d6 damage so i'm excited to combine that with some sneak attacks and see yeah just all the d6s we're just going to be throwing that six-sided die around it's going to be really fun in a frenzy yeah um and that also came being cut monster slayer protection from good and evil which um basically means i can protect either bertram or awen from a just different being charmed or frightened or possessed or things like that mm-hmm. um possessed i need that I, yeah. 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 Uh, we'll see if uh, Penny thinks you've earned it, oh, but yeah. or have you chosen it? Oh. <laughs> um and yeah, and so and then I also have the ability to speak with animals, which it's nice it doesn't even count uh finally all this slots. time. Get inside the mind of Now, now you just added a whole slew of voices for me Pip's to play be with. Salty Great. and jealous. Oh, it's Pip. Great. Also, oh, my God. We got to hear Pip's voice sometime. Oh, man. I just also <laughs> want to, like, encourage Kate that you obviously can voice all the voices, but if you ever get bored, you can just do me, 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 and then I'll have to interpret what it, I think you said and just respond in kind. <laughs> so just feel like if you need a okay. night off, go for that, okay? <laughs> all right. You all hear, heard it here, all right? Uh, I've, I've right. just been That's given right. permission bravo, bravo, bravo. To, to phone it in for phone, yeah, you phone an it animal's in. voice. And I'll have a lot of fun just being like, wait, really? Uh, it'll be great. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, and then I have, yeah, uh, I added a few new spells as well. So it's going to be fun as I learn how to actually do magic. Yeah. Yes. Welcome. You're going to get it. And you're going to get weird, too. No, oh, I Let's mean, that, that's a given. Get And finally, weird. to the weirdest of the weird, oh. Awen. Get ready for the weird. Ready level for the weird. nine druid. Level nine. <laughs> level eight is where the magic happens. Level nine, not as much. I get le- a fifth level spell slot, which is pretty nice. Uh, more power, more, more gusto. Uh, level eight, though, is where I'm picking up a spell called Dominate Person, which is really wild. Basically, mind control for a minute um if they lose the if they lose their wisdom save um i also am getting all of the new wild shape stuff so i'm fully powerful level cr1 creatures challenge rating one so that's like a bear a dire wolf giant mm-hmm. eagle oh, giant octopus well, that, that's cr1, CR1. So were you cr0 beforehand i was at uh, cr half? half and then i was at uh, cr oh. one quarter and even before that you can be a bear now one eighth Dude. yeah yeah so i can be a bear i mean you can be an owl bear crazy thing is that cr1 <laughs> includes a giant vulture which is a large beast that people can ride on like it's talking like a, that's a big ass vulture i can also be a lion and a tiger uh, so some pretty like crazy ass animal 
craziness going but on. But can you be a Tyrannosaurus I mean, Rex? No, apparently not. Cage? The no. dinosaurs. <laughs> no, I've seen I'm not one doing that yet. In game. <laughs> IRL. Oh, no, you haven't. No, you, you haven't. don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You do know. You're God in this world. <laughs> Although the 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 just me, Kate, the the one who loves this this animal, you could turn into a giant owl now, and I just I want that so bad. It's so good. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I'll uh, take you to the Parliament of Owls. Um, so I also get uh, transmute rock, which we saw with uh, Friar Tuck, which is pretty cool. Kind of like can you know confabulating some rocks around. Um, also, I can uh, screen peek on people with scrying. So basically, anybody that exists on the same plane as me, I can scry them. I can, I can hear what they're talking about, and I can see what they're doing uh, as long as they fail a given throw, um, which kind of changes based on like if I know them, how well I know them, and like if I have any of their mm-hmm. like DNA, like their hair, or like you know if I if I have like a, the range a is infinite like their for teeth. The whole plane, yeah, it's everywhere. <laughs> I believe. Oh, dang, you're like. Professor Xavier, you're just exactly. like tapping I'm, into someone I'm like in. a continent away. Exactly. Anybody whose teeth he has, he's just going. Oh to my so god! I have so many eyes. teeth banging around in my pockets. Oh yeah. Anybody oh. on the same plane of existence as me, which is is a lot of people, probably. Damn, so, yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, there's a lot of options um, here, and, and I think probably the coolest Insane. one is I picked up reincarnate. So anybody who dies, I can just bring them right back. Um, oh. Little caveat Penny's there. Penny's gonna live even more dangerously. Tiny little, just a little baby, ca- little little tiny morsel of a caveat. Um, it's mm-hmm. I, you're not actually your body that comes back. It's just your soul that's going to now inhabit a magically created body uh, that is rolled on a table of races. So you know, if you die, you might get pulled back in as a little dwarf, or God, maybe a fate a, worse than death. Maybe a tiefling, no butterfly, especially for Bertram. Oh my God! Can you that imagine Bertram wonderful. going from Warforged to like? Human, that would be wild. Gosh. Hey, wild. Or Not halfling or... because of his pack oh, background. Oh my god! I think he just his killed his himself. Own history. You'd be a great butterfly, Bertram. I fully oh, thank you. Yeah, I think he'd be wonderful. You yeah. already have the collar and the flare. I mean, he's been a ladybug. It's true. A fabulous true. ladybug. It's true. Yeah, he was a very good ladybug. This is already my metamorphosis. <laughs> <laughs> so Penny and Awen, the two of you are seated at the table perhaps or i i i don't want to tell you where you are but you you two are in your treehouse waiting for bertram to return from the final stages of his recovery Bennett, what are we going to do i mean we only have one of these pages we got to find we got to find another one of these pages and like oh i'm sorry are you talking to me or the voices that tell you what to do and encourage you to do dark deeds god damn you can't just quit it for like one minute okay our friend's in surgery he's probably gonna be shorter which is gonna mean he's gonna be way more whiny than he usually is about his height (laughs) way more self-conscious you make an excellent point about bertram's attitude um i can't imagine it's gonna it's going to be terrible coming out of surgery, but that's neither here nor there. You keep avoiding this and we keep being in situations where we don't get to talk. This is the first time where we have no other distraction. That's reasonable. I'm here. I'm yeah. here to talk. Look, look, look. And I, I pull up the ring and like, I like whop it up and like a big shadow comes out and then sucks back in. I have full control. <laughs> I can, I can <sighs> quit anytime I want. The fact that you thought that'd make me feel better shows you really have misunderstood the situation. I pr- Aaron, as you, uh, Aaron, sorry, Awen, <laughs> as you are are you know just flamboyantly showing off the abilities of this ring, you do 
in the back of your mind feel just the caress of three taloned fingers just scraping down the back of your skull. What they don't know about me is that I like pain. Okay? <sighs> Have you told anyone else? About me liking pain? I don't talk about my kinks to anyone. <laughs> except for you, Penny. You're a trusted oh, confidant. thank you. No, I do appreciate listen, your openness. Listen, we uh, You tell too much. It's just a ring to most people. Nobody, nobody can tell anything. Nobody could tell any different. That's not the point, Awen. It's not about hiding things. It's that this is our team. This is, these are people we trust. You guys wanted to be on this team. You guys wanted to be under Robin's leadership. I fought it. I gave in. So if you made that choice, why aren't you telling them what's going on? Maybe they could have some insight about this. Well, I mean, what am I going to tell them every time I get a new sword or something? It's just a weapon. Maybe. Well, Maybe hey, you should tell them every hey. time you get it, especially if that sword has a mind of its own. Check out my new rock I got to sling at people. Isn't it cool? Look, are you concerned about my rock? I bet this, no. me this metaphor you're using is the opposite of hyperbole, and I don't like it, and you are avoiding Isn't hyperbole like exaggerating? So exactly, I'm not It's exaggerating, not exaggerating. bigger. Oh. Isn't it exaggerating the hyperbole is called understatement. Oh my God. Ooh. Who was that? This metaphor is understatement. A, a, a voice rings out <laughs> through, the, through the air. Chat really GPT, is that you? Could you make that the ring says that to him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on, on them arguing, and they're kind of ruckus of them arguing in the room, all of a sudden, all you see in the corner of the room is like the door creak kind of like quietly like open <laughs> and you don't and you don't see anybody and all of a sudden the door is then after a beat the door is closed again quietly <laughs> and you hear some like boom boom, boom, boom. <laughs> sketchy feet and then i and then all of a sudden a chest in the corner is like is like kicked and thudded like damn it. and i and the thuds go closer and closer to them and all of a sudden, I snap into existence. I have just cast greater invisibility. A new oh. spell I have. And I twirl as I come out of it in a circle in front of, <laughs> of, in front of them. And I say, surprise. Sorry I'm not dead. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh Did God. I interrupt you two talking about your new best friend? <laughs> Who? Who's I? My God, away. he is so sassy. Don't be so... Okay, listen. Poppy's cool, but, you know, don't get jealous don't now. Don't dare speak his name in front of me. Another Making a friend with another robot while your other robot friend is near death. How dare you both? Bertram. It Penny... Penny just immediately rolls her eyes and says, looks like you're feeling great. So glad they were able to get you up and running. You're in true form, it seems, Bertram. Yeah. You got some pep in your step. They told me when I found out that you had a robot friend, I just thought that they could just take me right then and there. Trying to replace me. How? Just tell me this. How tall was Pappy? That you don't want Penny to just turns immediately to Awen and says, "Like Bertram is jealous. Did you know robots get jealous? I mean, I, I know my He's boy Bertram. So that's jealous. for sure. Listen, Bertram, we're not going to talk so about jealous. how tall Pappy was. All right. And also, oh. man, you're in good spirits for like. It seems like you lost a couple centimeters in that surgery. Don't. I'm just. Awen, I'm just taking Don't, don't, don't Jay, play Bertram. with me, Awen. Do not play with me, Bertram. What is this? No, I'm. He, I'm okay. Thank you. I just am getting used to this new body I have with this gem thing that I have now, this eyesore on my Awen chest, walks but. up and just like clanks on it with his knuckle. What is this, Bertram? What is this little gunk they put on you? 
do you dm is that a, a hard enough hit where i can then shove him away <laughs> uh you know what with that rap why don't i uh actually i don't want it to be up to me Aaron, go ahead and roll a d20 if yeah, it's above 10 if it's above 10 it was hard enough to be pushed away okay uh that's a one Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. No, you you don't even feel it. It's just a light little tap. Uh, but it does annoy him you. Away. I see. I I think I I um as he's clinking me, as he's tapping me, I hear the louder than normal uh clang of metal on metal. Oh, I see. You still have that stupid ring of yours, Penny. You didn't take that away from him. What? I. He's so much bigger than me. What did you expect me to do? I can't just rip it off his finger. There's nothing wrong with this ring. I wish the, bo- the both of you would just be quiet about it. All right, just be quiet about it. Nothing did nothing wrong to you, except for maybe try to kill now you. You listen with here. You listen here. You have two options: either I tell Robin about it, or you tell Robin about it. You make your choice. What are you gonna tell Robin? That you are messing with something really dark and magical, and they should be aware as they send us into a mission. What potentially could happen? I don't like to be told what to do. No shit, Sherlock. We can tell. I'm okay, giving Awen, you a choice. Awen, you get to choose. I mean, Awen, don't give me that ring. <laughs> Awen takes the ring off, puts it in Bertram's head. No, no, no. <laughs> All right. It's called... That was- <laughs> it, reverse psychology is an, an amazing thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe you guys haven't heard of it. Uh, all right. All right, Penny. Okay, okay, okay. What do I do? I have to, like, go knock on her door, like, hey, got a ring, check it out. I'm not even telling you to take it off. I'm saying tell Robin about it and what it does. Be honest about it so that they're at least aware. They may have more information on this. Maybe they'll say it's fine and then I'll leave you alone. I just think other people like Friar Tuck and Robin need to know about it. Okay, okay, mom. Yeah, Awen, didn't didn't you say that that ring kind of works like a two-way communication? Like, we can glean things from them, but they can also... Like, wasn't Lady Macbeth able to hear voices through that ring? Who knows who could be listening on the other side? Listen, there are three entities that kind of scratch in my skull every time I use it. But listen, it's okay. It's not a big deal. Me and my God have Scratching a little... your skull is okay. I mean, it's like Penny a just looks over skull. at Bertram horrified. It's a metaphorical skull. Metaphorical skulls? Why do you have a metaphorical skull all of a sudden? What happened to your literal skull? It's, it's kind of like, you know, when you get one of those itches, you know, deep, deep inside and you got no. it. It's not really there, but it kind of is. That's what it's like. I'm small, so all my itches are just on the outside. And I'm not human and don't have skin, so I don't know what an itch is like. Have you two, while I was under, have you two been able to talk to Robin or Marion yet about everything that we, we did at Gatsby's and, and Macbeth's? They're caught up on almost everything. And then Penny just stares darts over at Awen. I get it. I get it. I'll do it. You guys are my team, and you come first, okay? I want you all to know that as much as I joke. All right, Awen, you do what you need to do, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry I came in here. I must admit, I am a little bit jealous about this pappy fellow, but thank you both for saving my life and for getting me out of there and back here in one piece. Of course. I mean, we've been through shit together, and we're going to keep going through more shit together. 
that's a part of being like a crew family friend thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Before you guys go any further with this discussion, you hear a knock at the door of your hut. Come on in. I come in. <laughs> Robin peeks her head in. Hey, uh, guys, it is, is, now, is now an okay time? Now is a great time, Penny Bertram says. Bertram is overexcited. Bertram, man, that, oh. I like it. Green, green's a good color on you. Is good it color on you. Black and okay. gold was a good color on me. But I know, right. but that match, I mean, it's like he got it right on with the color of the hood. Oh, you're right. Okay, I well, know. all right. You're well. repping. You're repping. Uh, hey, I, I'm just popping in because oh, uh, just... Robin, uh, uh, A1 is here too. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I... Hey, just want to let you know, I got a got a magical ring. It's full of powers. That's <laughs> you know, it's not a big deal or anything like that. But I am wearing it, and I will continue to wear it till I die. Just to let you know. <laughs> oh. Okay. Did, did you get married or something? Something like that. You married to three spirits die. that live inside of my skull. Hey, when did you get married when I was almost dead? You know, I no. swear. Bertram, you... don't let him distract you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, it, Cool. Good, good for you, Eowyn. Magic ring. Got married or whatever. I don't. This is okay. the best situation. Uh, speaking of magic, magic shit. Um, uh, Penny look, is so angry Millie, right now. Millie just docked in. She's got some some new shit. You guys are welcome to to check out. But we we want to keep you guys well funded for this. So, anyways, uh, our our funding came through too. Uh, so, and she she puts a, a just a big old bag on the table in front of you guys. Here's like eight hundred gold. Uh, you guys go 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 nuts with with Millie. Uh, but also, we got g- some items for you guys, and so one for each of you. Really, we we want to help you in any way you can. Uh, if we can't help you with with us physically being there, we can we can make sure that you you got some good stuff. Happy for your ring, Awen. Once again, thank really you. Weird. You just randomly Finally mentioning that to me. Someone. Um, can Penny be standing besides Awen and like motioning, like pointing at him, trying to get Robin to like pay attention? It doesn't have to work. Yeah, she's she, gonna try she it. clocks you. She clocks you doing it. Um, and then she does like a quick like uh, thieves can't like uh, <gasps> sign with her hand of like we'll talk about this later. Ooh. Um, damn. Okay. Uh, Awen and Bertram, you guys are are welcome to do like a perception check for that to see if you noticed. Oh hell oh, yeah! My perception's plus eight now, so watch out, everybody. Sketchy Penny. <laughs> And it's a four. Um, I mean, oh no, it's a twelve. Six, <laughs> Sixteen. You, okay, Bertram, you notice it. Awen does not. Ah. Um. Okay. Uh. And she's like, uh, Robin. Okay. Uh, 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 Robin, you, you, uh, this eight hundred is this? Each of us gets eight hundred, or is this eight? No, 800? this is no. I mean, we're. You didn't want to give us what? a number more divisible by three, did you? Well, I think you did get all that Chateau <laughs> well, Beef money. So maybe me and uh, <laughs> Penny can split that. You're a cohesive unit. What you buy is for the the, the good of the whole. So it, I'm not splitting it is between it? you guys. Yeah, Bertram. Together. Yeah, you should share the money. Bullshit that I like. <laughs> uh, more <laughs> more like democratic Walden. socialism, but That's sure. Right. Uh, now, anyways, anyway, do we need to save some of this money for a bachelor party? Tell me yes or no. I don't know what that means, but I think you yes. can tell me. You can tell me later. Okay. You can tell me later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So. For this too, I have uh, each of you are going to get an item from Robin and Marion, um, and so I'm going to have each of you 
roll to see what that item Ooh. is that you get because I have different items for each of you based on your class. Ooh. So um, roll a d20, each of you. D20. I got a 20. What? Oh, nice. Oh, I got a natural 20 as well. I got an 11. Jeez. Damn it. Does that mean we got the best things Damn on our right, list? Damn right, it better be. <laughs> and then uh, what did what did uh, I got an eleven? What did you roll, Aaron? I got an eleven. Eleven. I got an eleven. Not All right. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, she hands you, uh, Awen. She hands you this this amulet, um, and this is known as an amulet of health. Um, and so this amulet of health it increases your constitution score to nineteen. Um, boosting your hit point total and your constitution saving throws. Yes. While I wear uh, it. So it also helps you as a druid maintain concentration on spells. Oh, heck yes. Mm-hmm. So really? amulet of health. <laughs> what, what, is what is that? I did 800 divided by three. Oh. It's two, six, six, dot six, 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 seven. Oh, man. So fussy. I want to write down how much I have. <laughs> <laughs> How much we have, Birdie. But who keeps it then? Are you going to be the bank? You're it for us because you're bigger. Yeah, you're the bank. The bank of Bertram. You're like a walking safe. How do I set aside my already two, two, no, 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 2,000 no, no. That's gold. our 2,000 Aside from gold. this. That's our 2,000. That's right. <laughs> you just were holding it. Oh, my God. All right, uh, okay, all right. for Bertram, uh, with that... She hands you a vial um, and she's like, hey, this, this is called a, a blood well vial. Um, and so basically it makes you better at what you do. So you are, while you attune to this item, you gain a bonus to your spell attack rolls and your spell saves. Um, so it's going to give you five sorcery points once per day when Whoa. you roll your hit dice. Okay. So it's, uh, yeah, can it you, is can you very, give that to me powerful. later? <laughs> So yeah, I'll, I'll type it in for down. you guys as well. Like what sorcery points, dude. I needed that. I was just looking. I was like, I have no sorcery points still. Mm-hmm. I have a fifth Thank level you. spell too, Aaron. But if I cast it, I basically can't do anything else for the day. He <laughs> <laughs> used all the sorcery points. Yeah, I only have eleven, and casting a fifth level spell costs like eight. Oh, that's so awesome. it's like that's it. Damn. That and a bunch of cantrips. <laughs> Greater invisibility. <laughs> yeah. And then for Penny. Oh, she is. Yes. Um, she she kind of waggles her eyebrows and uh, gets a really excited look on her face. And she's like, and for, for you, Penny, <laughs> check this shit out. And she whips out this broom. She's like, you want to fly? <gasps> and she gives you a broom of flying. Oh, my God. Good Lord. That's OP. What? Penny, Penny just like is so quiet and just accepts it and then just looks Robin in the eyes and just kind of goes back to like that like childlike self just goes really Uh, for me this is yours yeah look you guys are doing so much for us and and we want to do this for you so we had an awesome cash come in you can thank Millie for that she's been trawling some crazy deep dark places for us and she found these for you so free of charge these are yours you also got some gold so you can go buy some stuff from her from her own shop. This is helping fund her to get more cool shit for us. You know, it's a, it's a cycle. So, yeah. Amulet, vial, broom, boom. All yours. Wow. Whoa. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank, thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
So why don't you guys head on down to Millie's and then how about tonight after dinner? Let's finally have our our meeting now that you're all, all good to go, Bertram. We good. have a, a page to uncover. Mm-hmm. And the blood pen to help us. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Please try to get some sleep tonight. I've been trying to sleep all week. Nothing helps. You could try Sleep Sound. No thanks. You've had enough nightmares for the both of us. Let me go! Come on. The medication has nothing to do with that. I haven't had a bad dream in ages. (laughs) Ever since your highly problematic affair in Idaho? Stop. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Well, you still haven't told me who you're bringing to graduation. Oh, your heart is racing. How can you tell? You're lying on top of me. What if I don't want anyone else to know yet? And it wasn't a bad dream? I don't know. Christopher, you know. Can't you appreciate that I'm trying to help you here? Thanks for the pills, Lils. Dreamers, Season 2 by Broken Crown Productions. Tune in weekly wherever you listen to podcasts.